Welcome to the world, River. Hello, this is Drew here with my best friend, Eric. Yo. Ashley is out this week due to a major life event. Congratulations to her and Isaac and their growing family. Um, I'm not going to say too much about it because we'll let her share her highlights um, when she comes back. But she's been teasing all of October and earlier about her um, pregnancy and now she has a beautiful baby boy river um and uh-huh. so yeah not only that i mean he was born on halloween so <laughs> that's something to look forward to every year this is oh, yeah. kind of our last episode for um the october horror season last episode until of course we watch horror movies all of december and and <laughs> various points throughout the year but <laughs> Um, our last official um, movie for that time period. So yeah, you are listening to New Release, a TV and sometimes movie podcast where each week we watch something new and then decide if we want more. Right, Derek? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what episode number is this? I usually let Ashley get the glory there. 187 187 um does that Uh, number mean anything to you uh is it your favorite number right (laughs) that's your favorite number so i mentioned this last week it's the police code (laughs) for for homicide oh you might know it from like rap lyrics 187 okay yeah (laughs) so i won't say it's my favorite number that's kind of morbid um (laughs) Obviously, um, we're not opposed to morbidity, but when it comes yeah. to real life police um, <laughs> response, um, it's a complicated topic. So, yeah, 187 okay. is um, a big number. I, I will say that. Absolutely. It's yeah. larger than 100. Yep. Yeah. And, and damn near a lot. Damn near 200. Mm hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, um, usually we start by looking back previously on new release with some of the movies and shows that we've watched. Um, we watched Slother House for the last episode, Derek. I mm-hmm. don't think you caught any of that, did you? I did not. I was uh, asleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Well, that's the appropriate way to watch it, I'd say. Um, not... <laughs> Not exactly. I mean, it had its moments. It was called Slother House. That was a cool moment. Sure. Um, they said it a bunch at the end. So they made use of the the funny title. But other than that, it would have been interesting for you to um, watch through the lens of, is it Child's Play or is it, um, is it Gizmo? Like, or is it, you know, like it, it really couldn't decide if it wanted you to root for the sloth or hate the sloth or hate the people. I, I, that was, it was very confusing. Um, yeah. I did watch snippets of it. And yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have gathered that, that much from it. But it did look like it was really well filmed, at least. It, the, the sloth you know, looks kind of cool. Um, 
just so in general, we'll, like the the camera angles, the acting seemed pretty legit at first. <laughs> well, <laughs> they found like three good acting moments for whatever you saw, probably. But <laughs> that's enough about Slother House. We'll talk about practical um, effects uh, that far exceed it in in a bit here. Have you been watching any more um, Wrexham? No, I haven't. Nope. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I'm like nine episodes in. I just watched. I just finished one. They are coming down the home stretch. They just had like a brutal eight game in two week um, schedule. Or no, I guess it was like normally play like one soccer match a week, and they were playing two. So um, because of delays and and different cup um, scheduling that they were they were in, so they mm-hmm. did really well in that stretch. And I thought that was like the final stretch of the season, the way they were editing the episode. But now it was like at the end of it, there was a Star Wars title crawl. And it was like these next nine games will determine their fate and whether or not <laughs> they end this 15 year drought of uh, of um, being stuck in whatever league they're in. So hopefully so they they're going to get promoted. Yeah. So they did end up going back to kind of how they're doing in the season. Of course, they had to. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of human interest um, stories weaved in yeah. throughout, but um, I'm just so on the edge of my seat, obviously, as the for the actual outcome. And I'm also really curious. I can't look anything up, but I'm just curious about the timeline, like how de- how tape delayed the show is, and you know, like how much we're catching up to real time or or what. I guess if I knew more about yeah, the sure. soccer schedule, <laughs> I'd be able to answer that, but. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm watching, um, I'm watching more Wrexham now that disc golf is, um, over for the year and I have my lunch viewing hour free. (laughs) That's how I'm choosing to fill it. Um, you also weren't on the, the house of Usher episode, right? No, I was not. That was probably the standout, um, show from October. I mean, we watched some pretty mediocre (laughs) movies, but house of Usher, in addition to all the non-podcast stuff I was watching, was probably the the most entertaining, most like um, consuming horror thing that I watched in October. So, highly recommend that if you if you like um, Hill House or Midnight Mass yeah. or any of the other Mike Flanagan stuff. Yeah, uh, give me just uh, bullet points. What's the? It's a decide- series. Yeah. Um, it's a family. It's like I know you also didn't I don't think you watched Succession, but it's like a very powerful I did, shitty yeah, a little bit. family where okay. um all the kids are dying off in insane ways. Like it's a they're like a pharmaceutical drug company. So you're not really rooting for anyone, but you're seeing the story unfold and how each of the six kids dies and it's all <laughs> each episode is kind of like um modeled after a different Edgar Allan Poe story. All right. So it's really cool. I mean, they're almost like it's a lot of um, theatrical and and verbose dialogue scenes mixed in with like insane slasher kills. (laughs) So yeah, I I kind of love it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that was House of Usher. Ashley, where we last left off, had a couple more episodes to go. I've I've finished that. And um, yeah, any uh, since we haven't caught up for a few weeks with you, Derek, like 
what are you what are you watching these days still youtube mostly diet yep youtube yeah, yeah. youtube for sure uh niners uh actually, well, actually you been... slept through the niners game at my house <laughs> <laughs> thankfully yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh well i guess mentioning it at your halloween party you mm-hmm. had trailers on can you describe it uh you had trailers yeah. playing and you, and the game was guess what the movie title is and then <laughs> i and then i added in guess what the tagline is of the movie oh, nice. so so drew had uh his projector set up uh playing horror film trailers nonstop yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah i was um it was cool i was <laughs> so able I to have i watched that a halloween party um for the first time at my new house since it was the first halloween here mm-hmm. and um had a good turnout had a fire in the backyard and movie trailers in the house and um yeah people decided to create that game which i guess i got confused every time i watched people playing it because i thought they were actually trying to guess the movie but if you knew what the movie was you weren't allowed to guess you're trying to like guess the title of the movie without knowing yeah the movie oh so you <laughs> come in and and say the title of the film yeah, occasionally. <laughs> but also one yeah. time the title that I said, I was uh so beside the projector room, I had like an old um VHS uh TV uh, combo unit playing tapes and I was putting in Night of the Demons mm-hmm. and the exact time I was putting Night of the Demons on, that's when that trailer came on. So that was oh, kind of yeah. spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Call out to a really good B horror film. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, part of the original Shocktober number one. This was Shocktober three. Um, so had some movie screenings throughout the month. Um, the last one at Copus's house this past Friday. Um, we watched The Omen. So that was probably the most nice. normal horror movie that we watched <laughs> throughout the month. But <laughs> but yeah, the party was great. Um, did you have a good time? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what comes to mind when I think of what I've watched recently, aside from YouTube. Yeah, right on. All those trailers. Um, yeah, I just didn't know if like, is there any kind of seasonality to? I know to the Hot One show and some of the shows like take breaks. Like, is there any kind of seasonality to the stuff you watch? There is, and thankfully, it's not. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, so you have like summertime, then you have the holidays and whatnot. But uh, Good Mythical Morning, they came off of their summer break. Uh, a few weeks ago so they're posting every day which is nice it versus uh not posting for a couple of weeks yeah and then hot ones is probably going to wrap up another season uh but they're posting every thursday got a special surprise on monday uh with uh with the hot ones with tony Mm. hawk which was oh yeah fucking radical nice yeah they were promoting some new uh (laughs) some new hot pockets Oh, Tony Hawk has his own hot pocket. No, Hot Ones has hot pockets. <laughs> I don't know why they chose Tony Hawk, but uh, it was his second time being on the show, and it was awesome. Yeah, do they do? Uh, I, obviously, they do repeat guests, or not yeah, very they often. Do. Yeah, okay. yeah. I so Post Malone's been on twice. Tony Hawk's been on twice. Uh, those are the the two that come to mind. But yeah, yeah. people like pain apparently. Yeah, yeah, it's um. Well, I know it seems kind of like I guess you can if you have like 
a talk show or interview podcast or whatever, eventually a couple of years go by and you have plenty of new questions <laughs> to ask yeah. the same guest. So yeah. not a big, not, not uncommon to repeat it. Cool. Well, um, that's previously on new release. I suppose it's time for our feature presentation. Derek, what did we watch this week? We watched. Well, you mostly, well, I mostly watched. We <laughs> yeah. watched uh, a horror genre video game that was adapted into a full length film. Okay. What's it called? Uh, it is called Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. Here's a little tease. Teast. The police searched Freddy's teast. top to bottom. Hello? <laughs> they never found them. That's why the place shut down. There are ghost children possessing giant robots. Thanks for the heads up. See, there's one of your answers. Technically, they're animatronics. What do they want? They want to make her like them. Bobby! Tell me how to stop them. (laughs) It's too late. Go. Okay, we'll stop there. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's is streaming on Peacock, but also simultaneously on Friday, October 27th, came out in theaters and yep. made $78 million over the weekend. It was like one of the biggest movies of the year, basically. You know, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Five Nights at Freddy's. Everyone predicted that. Um, <laughs> and like... How it's, much does it cost, cost to make? I want to say about $20 million. So Jeez, it was That's an independent nice. video game. And the guy who made it had wanted to make a movie for a while, apparently. And um, Blumhouse, who's the, the big kind of like horror film production company eventually bought the rights and and made it for you know an economical amount um like they do with a lot of their movies and marketed it really well and i was very aware that this movie was coming out like i knew the name of it and i knew um my friends had a sick relationship with willie's wonderland um, the Nick Cage ripoff of this video game, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, they were anticipating it because of that. And all I'm trying to say is, like, I was aware of the movie, but not at not remotely aware of the video game or the video game phenomenon. So, I was really looking forward to, since you watch a lot of playthroughs on YouTube and whatnot, I was curious if yeah. you were aware of this the popularity of this video game. It's complete opposite uh, awareness as you. I didn't yeah. <laughs> know that the they were making a, a film of this game. Uh, but yeah, uh, before the podcast, we were talking 2014, the game came out. Yep. Yeah, so I've been aware of it at least that long. Uh, I've seen PewDiePie play it, other, other folks play it, and it actually created a... a very interesting horror genre uh video game playthrough kind of youtube uh mm-hmm. sensation so yeah. yeah can you explain like so for my very limited uh, awareness and watching a, like a few clips like basically people enjoy watching um 
video game streamers, like it, everyone knows what Twitch is, but you have your face on the screen reacting to the game. And this is like a game that evokes really strong reactions because there's jump scares and stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like people like PewDiePie are they're like performers. Like he's having like he's like getting all tensed up and he's like, I don't know, can you just like what's his like his his personality like when he's playing a game like this? <laughs> yeah. So a lot of folks, a lot of people have have kind of criticized this idea of instead of playing a video game, you watch it on uh-huh. the internet. And the horror genre, I think, really kicked that off. So it's interesting to never play the game and watch somebody play it, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, when PewDiePie played it, I'm pretty damn sure he played it. He definitely played a lot of the horror horror games. But I've, I've... anyway, I don't want to backtrack and and say that I, he didn't. Uh, anyway, but is he like what is he? I mean, he's really. Inter- I mean, he got so popular because he's really entertaining to watch yeah. because of his yeah. just like person persona and his like y- performance while he's playing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you have to be an entertainer when you're playing these games and you can jump out of your seat. You can throw your your headphones off. You can knock a monitor over, etc. But a lot of the jump scares that came from this game were pretty legitimate. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, because it's it's, it's, fun to watch somebody get scared. It's almost more the gameplay that I saw. Like it's it's more like watching cutscenes in like a move, like watching someone watch a movie than watching someone play Call of Duty or play Rocket League, where yeah, it's action. Like you're watching them watch <laughs> a screen, <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. it it creates this level of suspense that you don't get like suspense when you're watching a nonstop like action um first first person shooter or something that's a different i mean people like watching that too but it's a totally different experience than watching a horror game right oh yeah for sure and also at the same time if the youtube creator like you said this became very popular on youtube uh you're getting scared at the same time so it, yeah it, it's an interesting experience you've gotta you gotta watch it i mean you have but yeah well, and and um, you said that like people, some people have differing opinions on whether it makes sense to spend your, I guess, spend your time watching. I, I can't imagine anyone that thinks like video, like spending your time playing video games is more that much more worthwhile than spending your time watching someone play. Video, like, what's it's it's entertainment and and kind of like unless you're becoming a professional video gamer, what difference does it make whether you're playing or, or watching? Yeah. It's just like the, the reason video games exist, this game specifically is to get the shit scared out of you. Mm -hmm. So watching somebody else play it and then them watching them get the shit scared out of them. And then you also at the same time, yeah, it's just kind of like a, a conundrum, I guess. But well, that actually makes perfect sense. Like that's the reason that watching horror movies with other people or in a theater magnifies the experience. Um, you yeah. seeing them get scared makes you more scared, or seeing sure. like not you're on the edge of your seat waiting for how they're going to react to something, and then you have like it's it's sort of an echo chamber or whatever in a, in a good way, like people yelling at the screen in a horror movie not to um, go in the basement or get out of the house like yeah. 
is like what everyone is internalizing. And so sometimes the the people that are playing the game are like externalizing what you would be feeling. Um, yeah. And, and I guess we should talk about like the, the logistics of the game itself and uh, the portion, the, the portions of the movie that I watched. <laughs> yeah, I can't decide if like this type of game, um, and it's it's in the horror genre, you said, but like yeah. it's also more about um observing. I didn't play a lot of mist, but like it's like mm. watching nice screens, callback. looking for clues, looking for listening to like audio messages. You're not it's not very action heavy. I can't decide if that makes it good better for film adaptation or or worse but um i i can't believe it was made into a film that's for sure right yeah <laughs> other than the fact that it was really popular i mean like that's a good reason yeah. commercially to make a film yeah but how did what did you think like i think you saw enough of the movie to to judge how it translates to <laughs> like a film and yeah, yeah did anything about the film translation um magnify the game or work for for you like what what did you think about the movie parts that you saw i mean so the opening sequence definitely was almost scene for scene what you would imagine a cut scene to be from the from the game right uh <laughs> and then of course there were some easter eggs that only nerds would know or horror genre video game nerds would know um <laughs> but yeah they, i they absolutely added a bunch of story to a very simple game which is you're in uh a dark you have access to to video cameras that mm -hmm. have views of hallways and then you have to find a key or a note right to proceed to proceed through the level and then there are these fucking crazy ass uh robots that you have no idea where they're at except shadows and hearing their clinking and clinking yeah so that is also yeah so that is the plot of the movie as as well josh husherson plays like um a guy who is having trouble getting a job so he takes the only job that he can find which is the working nights at a closed down re family restaurant with these animatronic performers like a chuck e cheese or a um country bears yeah, not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> although I did talk to someone who went to one recently, and apparently they haven't changed. Um, but his the the logistics of the job make absolutely no sense. I mean, I guess once you find out it's a trap, they make some sense. But like, sure. why does this need to be maintained? Why does someone need to be at the closed restaurant to prevent them from coming? to life and hurting the only person that could be hurt which is the person that is watching them to feed the to yeah. feed them so it's just purely <laughs> a trap yeah um okay well i guess in that sense it makes sense but the <laughs> person in the whoever accepts the job is obviously always going to be really desperate um because the pay sucks the conditions suck and hutcherson what I assume, I well, I don't know whether they added all of this or not. Um, there's been several games at this point, so he must have some kind of, there must be some kind of backstory. But his character's backstory is that his brother was abducted when they were little kids 
Um, so he basically just sleeps for half the movie trying to uncover clues about how who abducted his brother. He thinks that he can like figure it out by going into his dreams and um and uncovering who the who the kidnapper was. And of course, it's the person who's who's running this restaurant and kidnapping other kids and harvesting their souls into the animatronics or something like that. So, yeah, I did <laughs> see his brother being taken away. I yeah. noticed that that was a big story point. Uh, how are they putting the souls into the animatronics? They don't go into that um, <laughs> at all. Um, he also has a sister. So like, I, I guess I guess like the only reason I'm going into any of this is that yeah. what makes this a movie versus a game is that you are you should be a little more invested in the characters um versus just the visceral experience of playing the game or watching sure. the game. Like yeah. in this case, you do kind of want to hopefully care that like is he gonna get his shit together enough to help take care of his little sister? Is she going to kind of snap out of her funk because all she does is sit in her room and and, and draw? Um, is he going to get any closure for this abduction? And some of those things happen and some of those things help pull you through the movie. But for the most part, it's just like a series of scenes where he goes to the he goes to work. He falls asleep. Crazy shit happens. Some other people break in. They all get killed. Did you see any of the kills? In, no. In, okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did not. Did you see anything in the opening scene? Like, I mean, literally, like, could you see what was happening? It was really dark. <laughs> yeah. It was seriously <laughs> really dark. Uh, but that that's how the game was too. Yeah. I, um, and that's what made it kind of well. That's what made it scary for sure. Right. It, and then you it, and then you see like in the game, you have one of the robots pop up right in front of your face and then it's like game over mm. so it like pops up exactly how that intro sequence happened and you see it's like animatronic eyes all lit up so yeah one thing i don't really need to understand but about the <laughs> video game is i know what the job is the job is like to keep an eye on them and if they're there like no coming job. to life and well i guess not but like the way you survive the video game is by keeping on top of their movements and if they get yeah. too close, if they yeah. sneak up on you, then you see what you just described and you it's too late. But like, how, how do yeah. you, but if you keep like close eye on them and stay ahead of their movements, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's an interest. It's like a, I don't want to say strategy game, but yeah. I mean, if you hear them in the left you know on your right in the hall then you go to the left and then you try to find whatever you're trying to find whether yeah. it be a key or uh, so you're yeah you're just kind of like jumping around from location or camera to um camera location to location and going places where it's safe at the moment because they're in another yeah part of the, and the, ca- and the cameras the were abandoned. helpful for identifying like what their path was going to be you know right. do they always go you know, almost, you know, take a, do they always take left turns? Do they always, you know, always open this one door, et cetera? Yeah. You, and I could see where that would be a, um, 
um like addictive video game experience or an effective video game experience but th- that that doesn't yeah. really translate to the movie because <laughs> he just goes there and falls asleep um <laughs> night after well, night yeah. then he brings his daughter or his um sister sorry and you know falls asleep and she becomes friends with the animatronics because they want oh, to turn her into one of them um okay but she also has so... sort of like a kindred spirit with them because they're kids she's a kid she's a um outcast and draws a lot they are kids at soul so they understand her drawings it's there's i i think her emotional kind of like connection to the movie is maybe the strongest um because you understand why she was drawn to these these characters um everyone else in the movie is either just it's just very contrived. It's contrived why Hutcherson is there. It's contrived why this cop lady keeps showing up. So she just kind of like comes in, helps him. But of course, we find out that the um, that her dad is the one who is um, kidnapping kids and turning them into animatronics. So, so that's cool. Spoiler alert. Is she part of it? She is aware. Um, So she kind of rebels finally by the end of the movie. And she's like soft warns um, Josh Hutcherson's character that he should quit this job or leave this job. But and then she (laughs) kind of freaks out when he brings his sister, but not at first. Like then they build a fort um, and play with the animatronics. So it's very mixed messaging or you know confusing motives she is not really in cahoots with her dad but he's her dad and and so she has like sympathy and and uh will turn him in even though she works for the cops is a cop um so yeah all of that is going on in the movie i brought up the lighting thing because it's a pg-13 movie so for various reasons they're trying to not show too much um, gore, not show too much because of, you know, to make the budget, um, to make the effects seem stronger, you know, by not being flooded in, in light. But I can't really call out any cool kills or sequences because, frankly, they were all too dark for me to make out what was happening, unfortunately. What's one that you can call out that you can explain the best yeah <laughs> um <laughs> like i was i was prepared for that so there's um there's a character chica the chicken um okay and chica the chicken has the little cupcake um so it has like a a cupcake that's almost like the chomps from uh, mario brothers so they'll send um chica will send like this cupcake on missions and that the way it moves and like kind of like flies to the air like a bowling ball with teeth is pretty scary so that thing catches up with a couple people and like chomps down on them um there's some other sequences where people get like stabbed or eaten um but all of them were just kind of kind of muddled or or not really they don't really show very much but i did i did like the cupcake um chomping <laughs> thing that was that was my favorite character do you, do you remember from um we can go ahead and and play 
choose your character if you want. Like, did you do you remember from watching the game if you connected with any of these animatronic characters on a deeper level? (laughs) (laughs) So when I when I I mean, first night at Freddy's, whenever I see that on YouTube now, I assume that it's the same game that I was watching a decade ago or a little bit less than a decade but um <laughs> there are a ton of new characters so yeah i looked at um, that i saw that too the one i'm uh, familiar with is the bear yeah yeah um, so and yeah i i try to act like the bear every day so yeah i, I associate <laughs> myself what what's the bear's name i should know freddy, freddy. <laughs> he is the titular freddy fazbear uh, yeah and, and then to to go back to some of the kills in the video game all you really see is an animatronic thing mm-hmm. attack your screen and then that's it and right game game over so there's also uh no gore in the game at least when i was watching people play it and that and if it's first person it makes sense that yeah. you wouldn't see yourself um devoured um, but you, there could be blood splatter. Like it's intent. Yeah, it's there a might choice. Be blood splatter on the screen or something. But I mean, but the, I, I think it's an intentional it. choice for the game too to not be. Um, it wasn't just like they wanted the movie to have a larger audience. I think the game originally the creator. I just read this on Wikipedia. He was he made um something called um let's see Chipper and Sons Lumber Company, a family friendly game where you're a young animatronic beaver. Um, okay. And everyone like gave him this feedback and he was like making it sort of for a Christian, uh, a Christian oriented games audience, he says. And mm-hmm. everyone's feedback was that, um, that uh, beaver is creepy as fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's kind of everybody's response to the bears that sing in the mall, which yeah. friend of the podcast, Jamie had no, clue existed i was trying to explain what those were to to her recently <laughs> um the rat at chuck e cheese which maybe wasn't animatronic it was just a person in a in a rat suit but like yeah. um human-sized animals whether animatronic or otherwise are kind of scary um, yeah <laughs> and and so the creator pivoted to um and we should say his name scott uh Callthorn or Calthon, um, he pivoted to making a horror game um, and kind of embraced the scary aspects of it. But I don't think he ever wanted to make um, Resident Evil or Doom or I'm sure there's better examples of like ultra gory horror games. Um, I don't think that was that was not what he was interested in, but he did. He did effectively make something that was like um, a scary atmosphere. Fuck yeah. And we should say um, one thing I've, you know, there's been a decent amount of discussion of this movie because it's made so much money already. Um, Everyone. And and I haven't heard much praise. um, I haven't talked to a lot of the 13 to 17 year old demo that showed up and, and was very excited in theaters. So (laughs) the older critics, um, the one positive thing I've pretty much heard across the board is the um, animatronic, uh, practical design there is 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 impressive um so they they did a nice job of um bringing these these the stars of the game to life and um the way they they move and the way they sound 
in probably, as far as I understand, their faithfulness to the video game characters is on point. But um, I'm really curious, like if anyone um, found the like actual. I'm curious what the people that that loved the the game loved about the movie. Um, other than like yeah. like you said, there's Easter eggs. They're like using the characters' names. They do look like the characters from the movie. Um, it seemed like you know the movie is a success for the people that it was made for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, which is fucking wild. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you think about other video games that have been <laughs> adapted to film, uh, I don't. Maybe this has made more than what? Uh, what's that zombie game? Resident Evil. Made? Before that, though, uh, uh, there was a the the, the shooting the, one, House yeah. of the Dead. Yeah, House of the Dead. Like yeah. they made a film of that. It was horrible. Yeah. Doom, uh, they've made. I mean, they sure. the Tomb Raider movies. I think. I think yeah. some people have affection for those um, that I know. But um, Super Mario Brothers. Did you see the Super Mario Brothers animated movie? I didn't. No, I have seen the original Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> yeah, <though. laughs> very different experience. So yeah. that was another huge. That's that's actually one of the biggest movies of of the year okay. as well. So. so the video game movie adaptation um, box office slump <laughs> seems to be over, but it's strange that um, there are def- these are definitely on polar ends of the spectrum, except like, even though we grew up on Mario, I guess those characters resonate. We definitely didn't grow up on five nights at Freddy's. I mean, you almost I 10 years that. now. So that's, that's, yeah. that's something, but like, it's it just not i'm just not in the demo for 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 this movie <laughs> yeah but i am in the demo yeah. for this type of movie like it could have been it could have been good for me as well but i i think it was only really good for people with some connection to the game yeah so um two things one yeah. we got to get back to choose your character but yes what did you like about the film like <laughs> I mean the animatronics like I like I said that's they they did a great job of capturing what it would be like for these things to come to life and actually like be able to move around but still like move around like they're machines. So yeah. And they look creepy as fuck. I mean they they if the goal is just to create a scary like monster for a movie, mission accomplished. Um, okay. I thought the perform like H- Hutcherson was fine. Like the main the main character is um Pita from Hunger Games, um and you know various other things. But like he's a real actor. It was it wasn't like the performances were distracting. The writing yeah, right, right. was fine. I mean, this is a higher level production than Slaughterhouse, for instance. Um, <laughs> but. I was comparing it to Willy's Wonderlands because that's a straight up B terrible movie. Um, Nick Cage stars in it and doesn't say a word. Um, and then all the characters that do talk can't act. Like, so this is objectively <laughs> a better movie, but I can't even really tell. I can't wait for um for Jamie and company to see this because they uh, they love Nick Cage. So I just wonder like which one 
will work better for them even that like this is a this isn't a good movie but it's a better made movie but that one has like is more unintentionally funny or intentionally bad bad good bad so nothing really worked for me overall except the the animatronics gotcha um so yeah i'm gonna choose freddy that's the only one that i'm familiar with what about you uh, well, um, I, so I mentioned Freddy's the, Freddy's the creepy ass motherfucking bear. Yeah, and, Freddy's the and, bear. He's almost and, in in a way the the cuddliest, sweetest looking one. I'm just looking at their group shot here. The I'd say by far the most disturbing one um, is Foxy the pirate. So he's got like way more metal exposed than the other ones. He's got um, his hands don't have uh, um, plush gloves. Uh, one of them looks like the Terminator hand and the other one is a hook. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> All right. He's he's like the most damaged. Um, <laughs> so for scare value, I would choose him. But for okay. the accessory of the cupcake, I would choose Chica, <laughs> right, the, right, right. the chicken. I, I really liked that um, partnership between Chica and um, Chompy or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and then, yeah. uh, so did they do a, a again uh because you watched the entire thing <laughs> um did they use the like clinking and clanging of animatronics like zzz, zzz, you know yeah. move your arms zzz, and then also kind of like metal on metal plastic on metal kind of did they do a good job with the sound design yeah there whoever was involved in in all of every aspect related to the animatronics put a lot of love and care into it. And if that's oh. like where they decided to focus all their production time and energy, then uh, good, good choice. I mean, I, it, it was probably not going to make or break the movie for a non <laughs> yeah. fan of the universe, but right. like that was, that was probably the, the most important thing to get right. And they did. Sure. Um, yeah. Didn't didn't mean it was going to be a awesome movie for everyone, but yeah, but yeah. So they they got all that right. There's only they could probably perform a little bit more. Um, they do like one uh, song and dance number, um, <laughs> but I could have maybe used two of those. And a montage of yeah, your, the, your pirate like fixed up. I think they could have shown like the the location and all of its glory a little bit more i mean they have like a couple flashbacks and they have the machine the like arcades and stuff cut on like once um but it's never like a really fun i mean like you said the game is really dark and everything the power's out and there's no reason for it it still to have electricity but (laughs) for some reason it works very intermittently and selectively so i would have just liked to have a little more of like a fun times montage at Fazbear's before all hell breaks loose. That that could have been cool. All right. So listen yeah. up, whoever's making uh number two. Yeah, so we'll get to we'll get to that. Um we have oh, a new God. segment before we say whether or not we want more where would this be better as a movie or a show? So this is um I, I have no idea how many games they're pulling from with this this adaptation, but presumably there's enough characters, like you said, and enough um, story that's been built up over the course of of several games that they could 
um, have done it as a show. But what what do you think? And from what you saw, like, is there any argument that this would work better as a as a show? No, no, no <laughs> way. I'm I, again. I'm surprised that it's a movie. Um, I'm glad yeah. that they made it a movie, and I'm glad that it's successful. Uh, I mean, actually, one thing we 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 should have mentioned sooner is probably the Twisted Metal adaptation that we watched this summer. Like that yeah. was a show based on a video game that we both had um, a lot of nostalgia and love for at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I ended up finishing it. So it was, it was good enough for me, but, but you um, finished a lot of things that you don't necessarily yeah. care about. <laughs> well, not the changeling. <laughs> and I am not finishing that. Um, it seems Ooh. <laughs> last so. week or yeah, you should have mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I gave uh, up um the last couple of weeks. I haven't <laughs> watched anymore, so I stopped giving updates. But, but yeah, I don't care you I, by the way to finish that. <laughs> I mean, I've only got like two episodes, so it's it's doable. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I I if Twisted Metal is the bar for a Oof. video game show adaptation, like where you spend more time learning about each character. Sure. I sure guess you could learn about the inner lives of each of these animatronics, but no. Sure. This was this I can't. I know we're gonna get a sequel. We'll answer whether we want one, but because it made so much money and the there's like a built-in audience and there's yeah. multiple games, there will be. I can announce today, <laughs> there will be. Yeah. There will be a um, six nights at Freddy's. They're, yeah, they're willing to to put money down to get some money back. Uh, I don't think it's gonna do nearly as well though. Yeah, that'll be that'll that'll be interesting. Um. It was also interesting that they really we, we both watched it at home and I've heard reports of ruckus crowds at the theater but I fucking believe it dude yeah yeah it, this was like I don't know if you really paid attention when um the last minions movie came out people like young young um teenagers like dressed up like they were going to prom gentle minions and that no, became I, I like a phenomenon for for you know um the young generation to like make it make it this make movie theater event and probably like you know talk a decent amount or make a decent amount of noise throughout the movie it would have been really interesting to see this movie with an energetic crowd because watching it by yourself at home as a non video game person like or non this game person just has zero energy to it <laughs> like yeah so yeah I, I i would have absolutely been curious like a um like a uh, museum to watch like <laughs> like an, an, uh anthro uh from anthro anthropomorph oh my god anthropomorphic yeah oh. whatever the word is for like studying other other um species and other uh cultures nobody's listening at this point so we're yeah good. <laughs> <laughs> um i would have uh been curious to have that experience but anyway yeah um yeah i that's a really good point though um i would have loved to have been watching this uh in the theaters like the first few days it came out anthropological thank you yeah, <laughs> I knew, I knew I would get there because I didn't want to say anthropomorphic, but yeah, well, um, I did. <laughs> yeah, well, we we hit all the anthros. Big question, burning question of the day. Um, wait, wait, wait. So, okay, uh, you didn't technically answer the question. 
would you like it to be a TV series or a movie? Um, I, th- I think a movie is 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 sufficient. Cool. Yeah. Awesome, brother. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that said, do we want more of the Five Nights at Freddy's? You know, um, video game cinematic universe. What 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 do you think? <laughs> I, we I mean, uh, definitely make more video games for sure. Right. But I don't know about the film, and definitely not a TV show. I don't know if there's enough. Yeah, to wonder, go off of, but I wonder when the we'll make last game money. came out. Yeah, good question. Followed by the f- first. Oh, there's because novels. When I, I first started watching uh, PewDiePie play, and other people fuck online play, it was a, it was a very basic game, uh, mm-hmm. and I believe it was uh, randomly generated too. So it's not like you could play the game and then die or or succeed and then play it again exactly the same oh interesting yeah yeah so there were three sequels um the first game came out in 2014 and the last one came out on december 16th 2021 um and then there was a spinoff um f naf world f n a f world five oh five <laughs> nights at freddy's okay got it <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> i mean it definitely was a huge thing um d- does it say what the the price of the video games were when they when they were released no i don't see that but if it was a steam game probably not much and they were eventually ad- adapted yeah. for consoles and and pc yeah. Yeah. as well um yeah, it looks like you can buy all four for thirty-two bucks. In in it, I, I I was also would be curious to learn more about like the production history of the game. He was like using various open source technologies to generate the, sure. the graphics and and things like that. Like, it's Dude, like yeah, really impressive success story, and obviously the the film adaptation which the creator of the game was involved in pleased the fans of the game and that's all that all that ultimately matters so yeah when we give our answer to the next question keep that (laughs) keep that in mind okay because i was gonna say as much as i saw even that opening sequence was enough for me to this is a legit thing yeah regardless of the story and how much you have to build characters up that weren't in the game itself. It yeah, was, not, it was not badass. even not even like cool. a like a um cynical cash grab where you're remaking um uh like another Tomb Raider movie or a twisted right. metal show, like just trying to cash yeah. in on nostalgia. Like one, this is only nine years old, this whole endeavor. So like the people that are um the biggest fans are still young it's not like our yeah. age group where you know they're just remaking the exorcist movie for instance just came out <laughs> and didn't do well at all yeah. like and so it's like people don't necessarily need more re um reboots and reimaginings of their right. childhood um but like i don't know why they even fucking tried the to remake the exorcist yeah, I I'm not I mean one it, it's it, it's name recognition but like so Five Nights at Freddy's 
far exceeded its like expected name recognition appeal. Like if it had been like a niche, nobody knows what that even means. Like, but people that know what Five Nights at Freddy's is knows what it means. I, I I guess I'm sure maybe there's some data out there that tells how many people went to the theater that hadn't seen that hadn't played the game. But like this is a, that's a shitload of of money to make without it having a broader audience than just the people that were into the game. Like yeah. I watched it, but like at home. But for it to make that much money in theaters, um, I, I been wonder. Young kids, thirteen to yeah. twenty one. It. I mean, it, it definitely was. That was a huge chunk of the audience. But I just yeah. wonder. Also, the timing with Halloween was was perfect. So it was perfect, just Halloween yeah. weekend, yep. and people wanted to see a horror movie. Um, and this is the one that was was there. So all right, confluence of yeah. of events made it a, made it a big hit. But but yeah, do you want do you want more? Did you already answer? Uh, yeah, more video video games. Okay, yeah. So it's been three uh, years or two of, years since a game yeah. came out. So we could use another another one yeah, of those. I, yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah, it helped shape a, a an entire genre of uh, video games. The horror genres, which is badass. So, uh, what about E? Um, it's funny. I mean, he already made. I mean, he has already made it kind of into a universe because there's like several novels <laughs> for That's the wild, Five Nights yeah. at Freddy's universe. Um, I, I, I think I'm just out. So I'd say no overall. <laughs> I mean, like, if yeah. I was working for Blumhouse, I'd say yes. Like, if I was working, if I had anything to gain i would be like you know talking to people that really cared about it and learning more about what they want but for sure. me personally yeah. um I, I i will say i've wanted for a while to play some of these indie horror horror games yeah um, there's a lot yep. of different like old like 8-bit style ones and just different creative like black and white visuals all sorts of different art styles from like in the indie horror game space. Yeah. So like you're saying, this kind of um, infused a lot of in- attention and, and money into that. And I would be curious to yeah, spend some time like playing those games, but I don't think I'm going to watch the next movie unless because of the popularity of this one, it feels to me like it's going to have a whole different level of like storytelling craft that goes sure. into it maybe um, not pg-13 yeah that would be a plus but i i would assume they're gonna stick with yeah with that because that's what um made it easy for all the 13 year olds to <laughs> get into the movie yeah. but yeah so i'd say no um uh, for right. me but cool. i'm um uh, impressed that's respectable no yeah yeah respectable no um Cool. Well, um, what are we going to add to the new release gift shop for Five Nights at Freddy's? Um, Animatronic Ashley? I mean, I was thinking of... I actually (laughs) was thinking about that. Uh, Yeah. Yes. Um, But what's scary about Ashley? Um, I think it applies even when I said earlier, whether you're in an animal suit, if, if you're just in an animatronic movements (laughs) movements <laughs> and um we can like rip some of the skin and Ooh. we can we can definitely make it scary we can have like cool. a and baby bursting out of her stomach for well, all Well, I was thinking about that too. However, too soon 
<laughs> uh, the animatronics should be like, do you want to play volleyball? And it <laughs> just never stops. Oh, yeah. Like trying to get you to play volleyball. So an Ash new release Ashley animatronic. And with, with volleyball accessory. Uh, well, you, sure, I know you're yeah. saying that's more of a personality, but might as well <laughs> give her a, a deadly volleyball as well. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I we, we have to decide what we're gonna watch next week, and okay. I I don't know if you know this video game, but there's a new anime on Netflix based on the samurai game, I I suppose called um, Animusha. Hmm. Do you know this game? I don't. Yeah. Um. So there's that. It. Okay. There's that, and then on Apple, we've got um, kind of like a quirky sci-fi romance a movie called Fingernails, where I guess you'd use some kind of test um, to determine if someone is actually a suitable mate or not. Um, it's got the guy from The Bear in it. It's got Jesse Buckley, who I love. Um, so anime show... Derek, um, or sci-fi romance movie. Hmm. I think those are our best options this week, unless I missed something. I'm definitely going to watch the movie, but I do prefer when we do shows. Um, Oh, yeah. This is a... Say it again. This is a a podcast. A a what? A TV and sometimes movie podcast. So let's do the TV. (laughs) Okay. So, um, because we just did a movie, yeah. I'm, I'm the farthest thing from an anime expert, but any kind of like bloody, um, anime Mm -hmm. action show that I've seen, I've enjoyed. So, um, yeah, if you look at the YouTube comments for the this trailer, I'll play a a second of it here. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear it. Japanese language, of course. Yeah, this sounds good, dude. Yeah, Takeshi um, Mike um, directed it, and he's made like Battle Royale and Audition and some um, live action movies. I really like the YouTube comments, like, because again, I have no. Um, uh, like awareness of this game it's a capcom game though so more major studio okay um, nice this was not a trailer it was art whoever did this needs an award and a raise like it's very Dude, fuck yeah very effusive praise for youtube comments Dude, then we chose, <laughs> uh, yeah then we're choosing the right thing that sounds cool. awesome yeah so we'll um we'll watch that next week and cool. decide if we want more but for now, that's it. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can search New Release Podcast on Apple or Spotify or any other podcast platform. Derek, that's a robot dance. Nice. <laughs> I forgot to start the the seasonal end music sooner. So, But now it's time to change. So this is the last time you'll hear the... Cozy Autumn Village Halloween Ambiance Scary Halloween Sounds Halloween Background Music um, video from YouTube. So just want to give full credit there where that's... Um, I wish you 
the title was longer. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> SEO, uh, YouTube friendly. Um, uh, well, the first pinned comment is, you know, another string of, of keywords. <laughs> but we're going to have something new for November's music. So stay tuned for that. Narandan de Reska, Indai.